Hey, welcome to Aspie Girl Gab. We're glad you guys can join us. Uh, this is a podcast. Um, my name is Alita. And this is a podcast about the spectrum, autism, and mental health. You know, anything across the board on mental health. We wanted to get together. Uh, she's my youngest my youngest child, but we wanted to get together and just chat about things like that, especially being girls. We know the spectrum hits girls differently than boys, and, you know, we're just going to be gapping. That's basically all it is. Come listen to us chat. Thanks. Okay, um, yeah, this episode's starting off a little weird. Um, I'm just now getting over a sinus infection or head cold or whatever the heck it is that I have. And I've been fighting with this mic for about 30 minutes and my mic is like extremely hot. So, um, yeah, good times. So, Aspie Girl Gab, um, what's up, Fox? <laughs> I'm doing quite fine. Doing quite fine. So, well, might as well ask. So what, what have you been up to? What did you guys do? You guys went Christmas tree shopping, didn't you? Yep. Um, and we're waiting for the branches to lower a little bit so we can start decorating. Oh, that's right. That's right. It Because it was tied up, right? Yeah. Like in a net. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got to go find one too as well. Um, it's been really crappy weather, so, and it's been so windy, it was like 60 mile an hour winds up to yesterday, so it's been a little crazy. Um, so we're just, I, you know, we don't really have any specifics for each episode, but I think, I think in many of these episodes, um, the whole point of this podcast is not only, you know, focusing on autism and the spectrum itself, but also focusing on, uh, you know, tr trauma, early childhood trauma, mental health, mental issues. Um, you know, as your sister, you're, you're both on the spectrum and it, as your sister has uh, complex, complex PTSD. Um, and um, what was that? Ma uh, major depressive disorder. Um, we thought it was bipolar two and is not. It ended up being major depressive disorder, which is a way better diagnosis than bipolar two. Um, you almost want bipolar two because it would explain a lot, but um, complex PTSD is just, it's something that you kind of, you were, you were young, you were younger. So, what are we calling her rain she wants to go as okay so let's clear this up okay so <laughs> so both my daughters um and my sister um our family's pretty lgbtq um i think my parents and me are the only straight ones out of the entire family so we're we're a really diverse family actually it's become interesting um 
but rain has um is um i think um uh a was it no not a gender i think it was abrosexual yes i think you're right um and it just gets um it get it's it, it gets very cloudy for me in, in a lot of these because it's not, you know, gay, lesbian, you know, it's not, you know, your typical, like, I don't want to say typical either. That's kind of offending. Um, but, you know, when you're a parent, you know, my, so my sister's transgender and she really didn't come out until her 40s, I think. But has always been, has always known um, she's female since age six. So, I mean, it's, um, but, you know, I, you know, we grew up, her and I grew up in the 70s. So that's just something that we didn't, that people just didn't openly talk about. Um, you know, even just being gay in the 70s. It just wasn't, it just, you know, I mean, we've we've come a long way. But anyway, so... Rain is going to be legally changing their name. Their pro, the pronouns for my other daughter are they and them. And I know it can probably get very confusing for a lot of people. But if you're listening to this, you obviously uh, have a connection with autism. So you're either on the spectrum or you're a parent um, of either kids or adults on the spectrum. And, and I forget what the, what the percentage was but um in some of my studies i found uh i found that and documentaries actually but i found that people on the spectrum are more apt to really not care what sex the other person is that they are attracted to um and again <laughs> so we have gender and then we have sexual orientation so that that can get kind of confusing, but, but from what I've seen, it doesn't matter, um, for a lot of, uh, people on the spectrum. Um, in Fox, I've actually watched, and I don't know if it's on Netflix. It might be on Netflix. It's called dating on the spectrum. Um, I'll have to look, but that it, it's a really good, it's a really good show and it follows these young adults who are on the spectrum it follows them, you know, finding dates and dating other people. And they're dating, you know, some are straight, some are gay, some are bisexual, um, you know, and, and, and a couple of the people on there, you know, just don't care. You know, they're like, I don't, I don't care if you're male or female or whatever you are. You know, it's if, if you fall in love, you fall in love and it doesn't matter. But, um, so that whole rambling, um, Fox or, um, rain is going to be muddy and that will be their first name. And I think that's what, when you guys change your name legally and trying to, they're trying to figure out what they want for the middle name, I think. Anyway, so, but my, so the oldest for this show I'm just gonna my oldest child they're 19 months apart so Fox is 19 and a half months younger 
um, was the is the oldest. And when they went to, so their dad was very abusive, um, alcoholic, and it didn't start out that way. Um, they usually don't. Um, they might have. They might start out to where there's red flags, but, you know, if you're young and you don't see those red flags, um, and you don't see them. But, so when, let's see, Fox, you were, what were you, 14 months? So when she was 14 months old and Rain was a month away from being three, I left. Um, I left up there. Like, Really early, my parents uh, snuck a truck up, and he used to go to work at, I don't know, 4 or 4.30 in the morning, so they snuck a truck in, U-Haul, we packed a bunch of my stuff, got the kids' um, beds and dressers and stuff. I didn't take a whole lot of stuff. I didn't even take a bed. Took their stuff, their furniture, and then my, you know, my important stuff, and we left. But... The judge at that point, and I didn't have any money, you know, um, I was a stay-at-home mom two, for two years when Rain was born. And then when Fox was born, I started going to school. I started working part-time at night and going to school part-time at night. So their dad would come home from work. I'd have dinner ready, and then I would leave to either go to work as a waitress or go to school because I think I worked three nights a week and went to school three nights a week. So, you know, I mean, and we'll get more into all that stuff because there's a, there's a lot to that. I'm actually trying to write a memoir. Um, so once, you know, we're going to have a lot of pot, we're going to have a lot of episodes out by the time that comes to be. Um, but a memoir that has a lot to do with both my daughters and, uh, the domestic violence and, you know, and their stories of autism and going to school and all that stuff. But anyway, so, because I wanted to talk, you know, shy, uh, you know, we wanted to talk about this. Fox wanted to talk about the trauma. And, you know, and of course, <clears throat> it's already bad being neurotypical and having that issue and, and whatnot, but being autistic and being on the spectrum and then having that trauma on top of that. Um, and her older sister took the blunt of it because uh, what they have three. So he remarried. We left. He remarried. He went to we went to court and then the judge demanded equal timeshare, which was a nightmare the first year. So the first year they went up every four weeks and we lived a thousand miles apart. I had nowhere else to go but my parents. You know, I needed to finish, I was a single mother, and I needed to finish college, and I was damn determined to finish college. So, after that first year, when Rain got accepted into the Head Start program, um, he got him every summer and every other Christmas. So, every summer was anywhere between six and seven weeks. And Fox was 14 months old, and Rain was a month away from being three. So... Um, but I think Rain took the blunt of it. So again, he remarried, 
she brought in two younger kids. I think that I think the oldest is about your age. Fox. Yeah. And then let's see, nineteen seventy. And then the other boy, they're two boys, and the the other boy was two years younger, I believe. And then they ended up having, or I'm not going to use in real names, but they ended up having a daughter together. Ridiculous. Already had enough kids. So in the summer, they had five kids. And uh, it's not a very big house. So, but anyway, when, and there's just, there's so much to talk about. That's why, you know, a lot of this is going to come up in more podcasts. But what, what, was there anything particular you wanted to talk about? Or do you remember what, at what age do you, you, you know, cause Rain took a whole, she was the oldest. I mean, I don't know, like, what things do you remember? I remember a lot of things. And, well, despite being young, I still remember a lot of things he did. Like, for example, he'd send us to the corner sometimes for no reason, use a belt for no reason sometimes. And when he, he accidentally, well, I don't know if it was by accident or on purpose, but we had a cat. I think he accidentally stepped on it. I mean, he was, like, really tall back then. So I think he might have accidentally kind of made our cat, like, butterscotch, I think, yeah, kind of pass away. So he gathered us all, all four of us. I don't know where. I think this was I think it was in their crib or something. Oh, shh. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Uh, I can bleep out names. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Um, nope, it's okay. I can bleep out names. I know, names. it's, I, yeah, just, yeah. So you can, you know what, you can tell your story like that, and um, that's the beauty of podcast. Yeah, okay. Because I can bleep out names or anything like that. So if okay, you want to call so... her, you can call her Sky. Yeah, Sky. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> so anyways, um, we were all, all four of us, um, I think... Sky was in their crib because I think they were mm-hmm. only an infant um, at that point in time, which I think they were. Um, right. Like our dad basically yelled at us saying, "Who did it? Who did it?" And we're not like we're not allowed to leave that exact spot until we, you know, took the blame for it for something like he probably did. And then our right. stepmom was just like crying in the back, and I don't know if they were fake tears or real tears. I couldn't even tell, but. She sounded like she was a pretty good actress. If she even was acting, I don't know. But still, one of my stepbrothers took the blame for almost everything. And I had to watch it all happen before me. It was... But believe it or not, like, after, like, all the, the, the beating, the blaming, all that stuff that I... Like, me and my sis... Well, sibling had to go through including my stepbrothers, like, I feel like my brain or my mental health managed to make it out alive somehow. And I don't know how. And, 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 and you really didn't come out and talk, or you didn't really express it until you got older. Because I don't know if you really fully understood everything that was going on back then. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think the more you and your and you and Rain talk and discuss things, well, I, I think you've I, you've come open more, right? Yeah, but and I knew he was like, while I was growing up, I 
one of the summers I realized that he was being abusive, but for some reason I wasn't affected as much, even though I remember almost like every single thing he did after realizing he was finally realizing he was abusive. And I mean, like my stepbrothers got hard. One of them was hit the hardest because he took the blame for everything. And I, I don't know if he was doing that to like protect me and my other siblings or like just to, I, I don't know, but still like I was really scared up there even sometimes when we took turns during some christmases and yeah every other christmas like yeah and this was court this was court ordered i had no i had no control over this yeah and my my siblings got hit the hardest and like i'm over here and like i feel like i managed to move pass it or not get affected that much somehow i feel like i was only affected a little bit emotionally but then i felt like something let it slide i don't know um i don't know i think as i think as you got older you can process things a little different like um rain the way her brain processes things are um, uh, she's, I don't know, her sensories are just off the charts. Like, she goes a mile a minute and very sensitive and very way observant, knows everything that's going on, can literally hear, you know, 20 conversations going on at once in a room. It's crazy. Um, I think your brain processes differently. I mean, obviously, that's why we call it the spectrum. Because no two people on the autism spectrum are the same on how they process information. And, um, and you know, like, it's, I, I don't know. And I, I just, as a parent, I've seen as you've gotten older, I think that it's been easier for you to open up and process stuff that has happened, if that makes any sense. Um, yeah, sort of. Yeah, because being younger, uh, but you were always the younger one, and, you know, you just, you were following the boys, following everybody else around, and that's just how it was. Um, but again, this was court-ordered. Um, it, it, it just, you know, as, it, as the girls got older, I think... I kind of noticed it when Rain was about six, six or seven. Um, I mean, and we attributed it to, you know, both you guys were diagnosed with ADD. Um, you were both in kindergarten when you were diagnosed with ADD. You were diagnosed with autism first at age eight, and Rain wasn't diagnosed until 11 because we thought, hey, it's ADHD or it's ADD. Also, you know? <laughs> I just yeah. also remembered one thing that probably hurt me the most that my father did. Mm -hmm. And that was basically neglect when I was younger. And that neglect eventually led to me, literally, I remember it like it was yesterday, like literally. I was, yeah. I, rem I just remember like, that incident where I wound up in the hospital at only 
I think I was four. Yeah. Like, I had, I. it turns out I had E. coli in my kidney because turns out my father wasn't very attention-giving. He was very neglectful, and I remember being in the living room somewhere. Mm-hmm. Now, it wasn't like, I think it was when the visiting was over. I literally was on the floor. I remember literally being on the floor in pain, and then I think you, like, opened your room door and then saw me there. And then we immediately rushed to the hospital. Yeah, you, um, we, we had just got back that day before and you were four and he kept saying, oh, she's been wetting the bed and doing this and can't get, make it to the bathroom. And and I'm like, well, that's an issue because my kids don't wet the bed. Like, that's not normal. Um, you take them to the emergency room, you take them to a doctor and um so i you know we were gonna we figured okay you know it's a you're a uti urinary tract infection um but i didn't even we didn't even get to get you to the doc you know for that i think when you woke up and you walked out and you walked out holding onto your kidney you were like bent over and you laid down on the couch and that's when i rushed you to the doctor so they could do the urine test. And then he immediately had us rushed to the hospital. You were there for three days with a kidney infection because he didn't take you when you had a urinary tract infection. Um, yeah, that's there's been several different neglect things up there. I think uh, Rain was Rain was the verbal verbal neglect, you know, the verbal abuse, and then you got the physical neglect, basically. Yeah, like, oh. I, like because of him, my, one of my kidneys or both, I don't know, but let's just say what? my kidneys or one of them were literally left permanently scarred to this day. And yeah, it's, it's got some scarring on it, just the one. And because of him, I literally almost died. Not only that, but I remember stepping, I think there was like, a glass doll somewhere that broke on the floor in the bedroom up there. I accidentally yep. stepped on it and I literally started crying because, like, there was blood. It hurt a lot. And, of course, son- well, my stepmom came in um, with the first aid kit, which I don't know where that was in the house at all. And I don't know where they kept a first aid kit this whole time. But she, like, literally had to clean off all the red stuff um i'm saying red stuff in case anybody's sensitive um and uh she pulled out skin glue instead of taking me to get stitches and now i literally have a permanent scar on my foot yep yep when when i brought i I remember when i picked you up when we picked you up they had you in dirty you were in flip-flops you were in dirty flip-flops there wasn't a band-aid on it it wasn't wrapped um, and you, like, you wouldn't let me, like, even touch it, you know, which we needed to. We needed to clean it up and everything. Um, but we went to the store. We, you know, we got some stuff. We cleaned it up, and we wrapped your foot, and we put a sock. We put you in socks. Um, and when we, as soon as we got, got you back home, we went and saw the doctor, and he was, he was, he was livid. He said, this should have had stitches. So, and you know, it's the funny thing because you, 
your dad, they didn't even have to pay for it. You had full insurance. All they had to do is take it to the ER. 100% paid for. You know, so it wasn't like, oh, we don't have any money or, you know. Um, yeah, that was a big, uh, that one really upset me. Because I think it cut some nerves and stuff. Because it was tender for quite a long time for you, I think. Yeah, and then, like, some time later, I was playing outside of the house or trailer. I, I mean, I guess it's a, the, just a uh, house. Um, but Yeah, it's a mod module home. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, anyways, I was playing outside, and then I was going down somewhere, which was easy to scooch down to until I felt something and then I realized I was actually cut by a broken beer bottle or at least a piece of a broken beer bottle not the whole thing if it was it'd probably be much worse and that made like a total of like on my body in general that would make two scars um if you add one or both my kidneys that would be either four or three scars just by being up there not to mention the, um, and I, I don't think you remember it because you, you had it when you were really little, but the eczema when you were a toddler was horrific. Oh, yeah. And if you, and you got it from the neck down. And if it wasn't taken care of, if you didn't, if you didn't have a, if you didn't get cleaned every night and soak for a while in a hot bath, and then have cream and everything just caked all over you. It was bad. Um, and I know he didn't bathe you guys that often. Um, I think because you guys were quote unquote girls, he would stick you in the bathtub and like stand around the corner and expect, you know, a two year old to bathe herself. So I, I don't know, but you can't do that. Uh, having eczema you got to keep the skin clean so yeah yeah those were those were bad times there um I don't know what else I mean again you know each of these episodes will have discussions about this because it's it's a lot there's a lot of stuff there um and not only that but I mean, I know I shouldn't be, like, hating this about, this fact about myself, but I literally just don't like the fact that I was born with my father's face. Oh, because you look like him. Well. But at least I have your eye color. That's the one uh, good thing. But you know, it's, it's looks, it just looks right that's not who makes that's not who you that's not what makes who you who you are that mm. makes sense yeah um never just yeah. like it's not the cover of the book that matters it's the content yes yeah. yep i mean you know and i mean it's yeah it, and and rain apologized for cuz i know that that would come like that they would use that against you when they were angry and um and things but yeah it's 
it's hard probably looking in the mirror and being like seeing your dad. Um, but again, it's just, you know, visual characteristics. Um, you're definitely nothing like him. So, which is a good thing. <laughs> um, so what else? Uh, trying to think what else is going on that you want to talk about. Like, does it have to... It can be about anything. Well, perhaps... Um, like, what's going on with you those, or anything? Maybe those in the LGBTQ community who are on the spectrum? Yeah. Because, I mean, I know there... I mean, there could be some people out there on the spectrum within the community. And I'm, I'm part of it. I'm... I'm lesbian, which means that I'm, it means, it's a female, it means, it's for females who are attracted to the same gender, if that right. makes any sense. And that's when, so, Rain was always wondering if it's, if it's something, I mean, not that you just decided it, but I mean, what made you think that? Like, what told you that? And how old were you? And is this something that you just kind of came into? Well, it actually happened before I, um, it actually happened before I started online for high school. Um, oh, okay. Like, I didn't feel that attracted guys like i only saw them as like either brothers or just friends like it it Mm -hmm. just happened like whenever like even sometimes i also experienced it in the eighth grade like i just call him dude or you know just instead of you know like i only like i had i started to feel not like Feel, like I started to feel like I didn't feel attracted to them. I just only saw them as like, hmm. like bros. And then when I started to look at some girls, um, I actually did notice like how I kind of felt sometimes. And yeah, that's when I that started sense. to think it over for like one or two years. I mean, I don't know. I didn't really keep track of time, but right, still right. over time, that's when it, that's when I realized that I was actually attracted to the same gender. And then I had to wait a little bit before kind of coming out. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, we'd all, obviously this family is accepting. <laughs> I mean, the whole family is a three ring circus. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so that's, yeah, that's interesting. Cause rain was just wondering if, you know, if what she's been going through, if that kind of pushed you to kind of understand what you were going through. But if you started figuring that out kind of in the eighth grade, then then you already knew. Because, you know, that's... How old is that? 13? Yeah. 11 to 13, puberty. That makes sense. Um, that's about right. Um, 
Yeah, and like I said, and I'd, I'd really like to have Rain as a guest once we get going on this. Um, but I don't know if that's something that they'll be willing to do. So we'll figure that out. But I think when you get up, you know, when you're back up here and we're all in the same vicinity, we do have an LGBTQ community up here. But I also think that there needs to be, it's different as well when you have an autism community and people on the spectrum that are also LGBTQ in a, in a way. I don't know why. I feel like, I, I don't want to say it's different, but I feel like it's, I, th I just feel like it's a little different for the neurotypical versus people on the spectrum. Um, I don't know. But, um, yeah. So, yeah, so, I mean, what else has been going on with you this week? Anything exciting? I mean, I know, are you still working? Oh, yep, I'm still working. Nice. That's good. They still have the work, huh? Yep. Busy. Well, sometimes I, sometimes they don't, okay, so I think last week on Tuesday, uh, they said that, They'll try to look for some work for me to do, but in the meantime, I didn't have to go in Wednesday. And I feel like I'm doing a lot, because I lose count of <laughs> how many envelopes I stuff. Yep, you're probably getting faster at it. Like, the more you get, the more you do it, the faster you are. I, I guess so. I feel like I'm right. doing it really fast. Like, sometimes yeah. I go through three whole trays sometimes. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, because when I used to do that stuff, because, um, you know, I worked at print shops, uh, printing presses, and um, if we were a little slow, we would help, help out onto the, help out on the floor, like the stitching machine that put the magazines together and stuff like that. But I've, when I was up, when we were living up in Sarasota, and, um, and we did the direct mailing there, and I, yeah, stuffed many an envelope. So, um, but that's good. Not much else going on down there now that you finished school, waiting to come up here. Yeah. Also, once I'm up there, I am literally going to start focusing on building my future career and getting a good job. Yep, yep. Just finding something to do, finding experiences. You can even, um, you could find a part-time job and even find something to do some volunteering in. Um, because we have a lot of special needs. You know, we have the Ability Center uh, up in Toledo. We've got um, Wood County DD. We've, we've got a lot of... Um, stuff around here that that could use uh some volunteering which would help get you into the community of other autistic um and, and just any any disability um the day hab that the new day hab uh, that rain is going to be starting next week is way better than the one that she was in or they were in and um 
I believe several on the spectrum, but there are other disabilities in that group. Um, I think, and I think even one is, I don't know if he's autistic and blind. He's blind. Um, so yeah, it's just sort of a mix, a mix there, but. Hey, thanks for listening to Aspie Girl Gab. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can find Fox at C-H-Y. T-H-E-F-O-X, Shy the Fox, at Instagram. We are also up on Facebook, Aspie Girl Gab. We have a page over there. Um, And we will have other links um, on our Facebook page and such that you can follow us. Thanks for listening.